welcome to the Sales Compensation Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. Uh, I'd like to thank you for joining us today for one, the first in a series of podcasts dealing with sales compensation. These days of one-size-fits-all sales incentive plans are long gone. However, in today's complex sales environment, the plan design needs of organizations are focusing on sales role and the business goals and objectives. Yet most companies continue to struggle to find the right compensation program and formula that will support their sales success. The cycle of annually changing compensation designs most often leads to poor overall sales results and wide differences in individual sales performance. So what then does a company need to do to find the best approach to fit their needs? It's not a quick and easy process. Research-based sales incentive designs have been proven to produce better sales results, but it also takes a multidisciplinary team incorporating the different views of various stakeholders in the organization to develop a world-class program. In our CPSA Sales Compensation podcast series, we're going to address a number of perspectives and best practices that companies are using today to create sales plans that are dynamic, linked to the key business requirements, and drive outstanding sales results. Understanding how your overall sales compensation program aligns with your business goals and how sales, marketing, and service strategies will help achieve those goals is critical in today's highly competitive local and global economies. This series will feature experts in sales compensation that have extensive experience in the design, management, and administration for organizations. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. In today's CPSA Sales Compensation podcast, we'll talk about why sales compensation strategies matter. Our guest today is Roy Zaborski. Roy is a sales compensation professional in total rewards and sales effectiveness with almost 20 years of experience in consulting and as a corporate practitioner designing and implementing sales compensation programs for Fortune 500 sales organizations. He's worked in the financial services, telecommunications markets, as well as consulting across a broad range of industries and has created programs for a multitude of sales roles, including both direct and indirect sales channels. Roy, thanks so much for participating in the CPSA Sales Compensation Podcast. Before we dive into questions, um, tell our listeners a little bit more about you and a couple of the roles that you've had in the past dealing with sales compensation. Sure thing. Thanks so much for having me, David, especially on a topic that is far more uh, than a tool within total rewards, but a key business lever that impacts the bottom line. Currently, I practice this craft as a de facto subject matter expert, uh, center of excellence leader at BC Inc., also known as Bell Canada. As you can imagine, it's a corporation with such scale and diverse business units that there is an endless supply of, of mandates and positive change that can be put into effect. 
Um, the genesis of sales effectiveness and total rewards for me really started at Mercer, Mercer Consulting, and from there continued to support a variety of organizations, including um, becoming a country manager, uh, business development role for a U.S. benefits giant covering over 70 million lives. So as you can imagine, the subject is, is close to heart. That's great, Roy. Now, let's begin with the uh, first question. What is a sales compensation strategy? What do we mean by that? Super question. So, in essence, through pay principles and role design, it's creating alignment of the sales force to the strategic goals of an organization and ensuring that these strategic goals, the return on investment on significant compensation spend is met. So, you really want to link how you sell, what you sell, and the people selling to a clear business focus. All this really culminates into some of the more traditional concepts people are familiar with, such as pay for performance, motivation, and eliciting desired behaviors. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Now, what what is it that makes sales uh, a sales compensation plan strategic, though? Well, um, it first comes from the core realization that most companies revolve around creating profits and shareholder value. So typically, an organization is doing two main things. They're either creating something, a service or a product, and then they're selling it. So first off, in my mind, Sales compensation and sales compensation plans are inherently strategic because of the territory it holds. That links to sales and the customer is, is pivotal. Secondly, it might account for a smaller percentage of roles within an organization, but it has a critical contribution to revenue streams, and this really deserves, in my mind, special attention. Lastly, um, it is a lever for which you can depend on um, to affect change. You know, and and when you listen to uh, sales management, they're very, uh, they've got so many items that they're trying to cover. Um, why is it that having a sales compensation strategy is so important uh, in terms of trying to help them achieve their goals? Yeah, great question. Again, it's really to create continuity between the business strategy and what the sales force is doing. Um, it helps an organization continue to engage employees while championing what and how to do during change. Um, it's also important to ensure compensation remains balanced and that it rewards the sales force but remains fiscally responsible and market relevant. You know, it, it's interesting when you see uh, where sales leaders tend to struggle. It's not it's it's not coming up with the strategies. It's it's coming up with how to execute them. How does having a sales compensation strategy support the execution of sales strategy? Oh, wow. That, that's, that's an easy one. Um, it creates a clear line of sight and focus. It can enable better communication materials. It helps create better metrics, um, uh, weightings, targets, reinforces behaviors. Um, ultimately, it creates alignment to financial reporting and crediting. Um, it helps with the, the, the I would say, uh, product segmentation and territory allocation, um, and it helps with government performance in general. Um, I mean, we could really go on and on depending on the context of the situation. Well, you know, one of the things that I always find is that, you know, when you're talking theory, it's eas more easily understood if you've got a couple of examples. So can you give us a couple of, of examples of different types of sales compensation strategy that you've utilized? Absolutely. So strategic thinking is, is more conceptual than, 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 than tactical. So um, there's two predominant strategies or approaches that really jump, come to mind. So the, the first one is 
analyzing where you are in a, a company's life cycle in order to determine which co uh, compensation philosophy to pursue. So, for example, you could uh, take a cost of sales approach uh, versus a cost of labor approach, both differing in terms of how you define a sales organization and your company. Um, one taking more of a mature organization that has set roles and responsibilities um, and uh, quotas uh, are, are a key factor um, in managing the day-to-day -day operations of sales comp, whereas the cost of sales approach is a lot more entrepreneurial and you're more focused on the cost of the sale in terms of remunerating someone as opposed to policies and practices and traditional um, costs of labor and benchmark. Um, the, the second um, strategic uh, component of, of sales effectiveness is, has, has less to do with the numbers and, and plan design. Um, but it has to do with role design and segmentation. And, and this is where you come across cliche terms such as uh, the need for hunters and farmers. Um, and these, these, these cliche terms really drive the tactics of compensation. So um, when to use bonus versus commissions, um, the mix of paying on new revenues versus recurring ones, and how do I um, pay a quasi-sales job? Do I use a corporate bonus or do I use a sales bonus or a hybrid type plan? Uh, again, this can go on and on depending on the context and, and the nature of a problem being solved. So if I'm a, um, an owner or a uh, sales leader in a startup business, I'm more likely to use commissions um, to try and keep my costs associated with my um, what went through the door in sales. That would definitely be one strategy, um, depending on what the organization is selling. So if it's a more transactional sales or it's as a startup business, you're really trying to go out and get market share, you might want to have a very commission-oriented type structure um, and assuming that structure is aligned to what you can afford. Um, in a more mature organization, uh, regardless of the, the margin or the revenue being generated by a sales rep, you still want to stay within certain uh, total rewards parameters or, or market-driven parameters, but ensure that a rep is being paid for for for, for what they what they sell. Well, you know, having good strategy and being able to execute it is very important. Roy, thank you for being on this CPSA podcast series on sales compensation, and I hope that we can have you maybe on again uh, in the future. Thank you for listening to the Sales Compensation Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.